Hey everyone, our guest today is a globally recognized high performance and mindset expert, best-selling author, speaker, and subject of the two-time Emmy-nominated documentary, The Relentless One. She brings a holistic approach to leadership and mindset training and friends, this is really what makes her unique. She has helped thousands of clients add billions of additional dollars to their sales. She's known as the relentless one. And when you hear her story, you'll see exactly why. She shares her unbelievable backstory and how it shaped her mindset and approach. She also explains her inside out method and gives us actionable ways to get past fear, be an active listener and move from hustle to holism. Friends, I got lost in this interview. I was hanging on every word. Take a listen to the incredible Kathleen Black. Hey, Kathleen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to chat with you. Hi, Christine. It's great to see you. It's great to be here. I'm excited to chat as well. Thank you. So let's get right into it. Um, The first and only time I've seen you in person, you were on the big stage at one up and you were in a wheelchair, actually. That's true. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was a pretty impressive that you presented on the big stage from a wheelchair. It was and it was a powerful uh, presentation. So it really was about your personal journey. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Let's start off with that. Yeah, for sure. So I, I mean, I um, first I'll start. I mean, a lot of us, most of us, we all have a story, right? So for me, I mean, I come from a lot of people might think I come from entrepreneurial life and success, but that wasn't actually the case. So I left home quite young, you know, there was uh, some domestic abuse at home, it was a difficult childhood, although great childhood, I mean, I loved it. But looking back, um, which led me, you know, to leave, leave home in high school, go to university on my own. And I kind of thought I had escaped, you know, it's like, I've gotten rid of this, uh, this gravitational pull, so to speak, that I find trauma can have or pain can have, um, particularly on people who have gone through any of that, like toxic cycles. And I thought, oh, I've made it out, got to university. And October 4th, my first year, I got the phone call that my dad had passed away. So I kind of got pulled all the way back, ended up to get back to university, had a a son. And I late fast forward a couple of years, I got married and we got into investment property. So I learned about the world of real estate. And so for me, getting to where I am today, it's like this kind of unusual, very unusual chain of events because investment is actually what got me into real estate. And when I got my real estate license, I went through the start of a really messy and very, very expensive um, divorce. It took five years to get divorced. And I I don't know, in the US and Canada, this is not that uncommon if you get into, you know, conflict. So here I was, you know, brand new real estate license, two kids under at that point under like three and a half, four. And I was like, what the heck am I going to do? You know, and I I think uh, now I know a lot of professional women, you know, as they look to rise and do things, sometimes it can put some extra tension at home. And if we don't have the right relationships, it can make things really hard. So my getting into real estate put a lot of pressure uh, there. And I kind of thought, do I go you know, take turn right and do something as, you know, a mother that is within my children's hours and more predictable and more predictable income? 
or do I veer left and get into real estate and hit it with all I've got because I have no income all of a sudden, like everything's frozen. All of our accounts were frozen. And unfortunately it was just a horrible uh, situation. So I went left obviously and ended up to sell 44 homes my first year in real estate, literally with my kids uh, in tow, which made me ironically top 1% uh, producer in the world's largest real estate board, which is Toronto Regional Real Estate Board. But honestly, I was just scared. And I was running with everything I, I had. And a few short years later, I started to get into coaching and I ran the first um, team-specific coaching company in real estate in Canada. And that was 15 years ago. So now I've sold my shares in that company. I've had this one. Uh, it'll be our 10-year anniversary in 2025, which will be exciting. And you know, we coach uh, a lot of top 1% leaders, brands, things like that. So that's the, that's the Cole's notes. There's a lot more mixed in there, some extra yeah adventures and mountain climbs and, you know, documentary and books, but it all came from the journey. Well, so let's talk about that because you're, you're called the relentless one, right? Your book is relentless to rise or no, wait, is your, yes, your book is relentless to rise. And the documentary is the relentless one. I've seen the trailer. Mm -hmm. It looks super exciting, especially having heard, you know, more detail about your story. Um, so we'll put everything in the show notes, but tell us when can we see, where can we buy the book and when can we see the documentary? You can buy the book at kathleenblack.com or kathleenblackcoaching.com. You can go to either one. That book is uh, out. Um, My first book is in bookstores anywhere, but the second one, we decided not to go with publishers with the ending up uh, to have it connected with the documentary was a new voyage for us. Um, The documentary has toured all over the US, all over Europe. We have 20 awards, uh, three telly awards. I have the big trophies. It's kind of crazy. And we got nominated for two Emmys. So that was really exciting uh, for us. But we are right now in the talks for streaming. So in the coming months or maybe year, depending how long, um, you'll be able to see it on major streaming platforms everywhere. Um, And hopefully before that in Canada, because I'm uh, getting a lot of uh, push for our local um, community who would like to see it. That is so exciting. So you're going to have to keep us updated because we Absolutely. will definitely let our community know about that. Um, okay. So as the relentless one, well, actually, let me take a step back. Tell me how your journey sort of shaped your approach in real estate coaching, because your approach is quite different. It's much more of a holistic approach. Yeah. You know what? It's interesting. I came, I went to university for psychology. So we end up where we're meant to be, right? I initially went for journalism. I wanted to be in broadcast journalism. It's all funny how the pieces come together, but I didn't like being in people's faces in year one when we had to do report journalism, when they were going through difficult times. Like I want to support these people, not make life harder. So I switched into a psychology and women's studies um, degree. And, you know, it's interesting because we often hear people, what are you going to do? with the women's studies or even psychology. Like, what are you going to do with a BA in psychology, right? So I have a four-year um, double major, not that uncommon in those two topics, but I've got to say they've influenced absolutely everything I do. I think um, psychology and women's studies are both very much uh, intersectional, intersectional. So everything is a connection, right? And I'm very much a systems person. So that was a natural Um, click for me and psychology is how do people tick? And I think coming from my background and feeling really confused 
about life and how to do life and like, why did all these things happen to me and having a chip on my shoulder? Like I had some major work to do. So my university education combined with my healing journey really is influenced, not just my coaching practice. It influenced me when I was a real estate agent a a lot. Like I looked at with my clients, power dynamics and voice and how do I advocate for people versus push or push them and pressure them? And how do people feel disenfranchised or less powerful and how do people feel supported and empowered and that's always been really really important to me probably because I felt you know I didn't have a voice and I didn't have advocates and I felt pressured and confused and who can I trust you know so I took that into real estate sales but a lot of systematic work because I was a single mom you know there's a ton a lot of single moms in real estate and man like we don't have as much time so I don't have time to like hang out and you know sit at the water cooler people still do that. Like I had to make every minute count. So it's this combination of art and science and probably having a a really somewhat rare personality type in Myers-Briggs. So I did a lot of work to get back into my heart and my energetics and my flow. And now I think that's the biggest piece of our, our coaching is helping people go internally into that holistic space of, you know, you want to go inside, I call it the inside out method, and be clear and confident internally so you can flow out from a strong, abundant um, position. So everything we do is holistic, like our team of coaches combined with like 25 different certifications, I have over 12. And, and not all of them are business, that's for sure. Yeah, well, so so much to unpack there. I mean, you... Um the the cornerstone of of everything that you've built is on um, self-awareness. And the fact that you had that self-awareness, I mean, that's the first step to any healing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that you had that wherewithal to understand that you needed to heal is monumental. I mean, I congratulate you f- for that. I wish everybody would could have that. As a yogi myself, like I I work on it every single day. Like how is what I am saying, doing, behaving, acting affecting other people and how can I shift that so we all feel empowered. Um so before I like I keep putting this question aside because now I'm I'm like thinking about you said the inside out method and I think what's really scary and hard for people is is that inside out method, right? Like, because when people are unhappy or they're frustrated, they look outward to find the answer. And the answer is never outward. It always starts from within. And that can be super, super scary for people. So how do you get people over that hump who maybe don't want to go there? Hey, everyone. Do you ever feel like you're juggling too many balls like kids, clients, marketing, and maybe even your own well-being? What if I told you the key to balancing it all comes down to your daily habits? Your success isn't solely about transactions or mastering the market. It's also about cultivating a life you love. And that all starts with your daily ritual. If you're finally ready to take back control of your time, then do yourself a favor and go to postandbeamcreative.com slash lifestyle daily ritual download to get your free and instant access access to our daily ritual. We created this resource to make sure you have the roadmap to transform your entire lifestyle, both business and well-being. So head on over to postandbeamcreative.com slash lifestyle daily ritual download to download your daily ritual. After you download it, implement it for 30 days and then come back and let me know how it's changed your life and your business. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, and you know, it 
It's a really good question because I'd say a lot of people don't want to go there. <laughs> is that some? A lot of people don't. And, you know, for years, this is this is why I think um, how you change one thing is how you change everything. We hear this all the time, right? But from a, a coaching and support level, I can speak to somebody in business language and shift how they think about business and have it influence them personally. I can speak to people who are open in an energetic language or a personal language and shift how they deal with business. So we have to meet people where they're at and where yeah. they're comfortable and create a safe space. And I think that's really important. You know, right now I in the market and in, in coaching and just the market shifting so much, there's been a lot of heaviness, but there's also been a lot of scarcity. And whenever there's a lot of fear and scarcity, we see this extra room for more aggressive messaging, right? And that can be hard because you're preying on people's drivers to have safety, to be providers, to have a, you know safety in their home, their finances, with their family. And that's a deep, deep like uh, internal trigger for people. And I'm seeing it so much. So for us, how do we integrate it? One, by creating the opposite. You know, I want to create that safe space. I want to create the space where people can move emotionally, uh, visualizing um, their energy into a place of abundance and comfort and safety so that they can do that inside work. So we start with some really deep visualization processes to kind of get them in that space. And some people resist it um, in a huge, huge way, particularly like the type A's really left, left brain, which I am recovering every day, type A. Um, but yeah, they will resist it because it's exactly what you said. If I write my future, if I step into a place of creation, if I step into a place of flow, I need to take responsibility. Yes. Right. And if I don't want to take responsibility, which, hey, I, I when I was younger, was the number one not to want to. I'm the victim. Right. I was abused. I was kicked out. I didn't have a fair shake. I got screwed over. Like, I know this song because I sang it. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. let's just be honest. And I didn't want to have to look inside and say like, hey, how do I navigate this? Like some of this, I was a kid, like maybe I do get to say it was unfair, but I don't get to step into my power until I know who I am, what I believe in, until I'm okay saying no or walking away from things that aren't good for me and doing it on an inside level versus being <clears throat> so influenced by the outside where we can be easily manipulated as well, unfortunately. Yes. So I was going to get back to something, but it's it's getting back into that internal state. If I can't help people step into creation, I, I can't help them with the inside out method. Like it's, it's the first piece. But I love what you said in the very beginning, which is, um, and I think this would resonate for people who are more scared is like you speak to them in a business sense mm -hmm. and the language you use, like it's, and also it's, it's you sort of understanding and training your coaches to understand this method, which is, you know, understanding, really digging in, understanding where people are. That's so important. Like as parents, yeah. You know, meeting our kids where we are, meeting our clients where we are, and then speaking to them in the language that is going to resonate, and then you can move them beyond. Um, I think that's yeah. that's incredible. That's awesome. So this was going to be my next question. So this holistic approach, which I think is so beautiful and very feminine, um, you're the relentless one, but you have this holistic approach, which is very... I don't love the word soft, but softer, um, but just as powerful, more feminine. How do you have relentless and holistic in the same sentence? Yeah, it's a, that's a good question. Um, so 
I think, you know, again, like we're so influenced by this hyper-independence model, right? Like, and you know, you're in, you're, you're in the U.S., like the entrepreneur and the American dream, and we can do it all on our own and we can, you know, create this and it's us against the world. And what this creates and breeds is this mentality of competition that, you know, for me to excel, I need to compete over you. And there's only, and it's that values level two, which is dog eats dog world. And that's a values level internally for how we think, right, as leaders. So it's like either I get the pie or you get the pie. Well, if my family's going to eat or your family's going to eat, you, again, are triggering deep, deep fear in me, and I'm going to do anything I need to do to dominate and overcome. And I might get there and feel empty and horrible, but I'm still going to do it because I'm not in that awareness, right, versus if we're coming from a place of holistic I'm not fighting against you. I'm not competing. I'm not a warrior against other people. I'm a warrior in myself. I'm relentless in my commitment to ground down, have deep, deep roots so I can reach up high, high, high because I have to plant new seeds and create new realities. I don't want to play on some of the existing fields, right? I always say I don't want to help people create museums. Right. We want to create new grand like places that are uh, cultivating creativity and all that great stuff. But I think that's the difference. I'm relentless in my commitment to be in alignment with myself and to manage and lead myself. And it sounds weird where people like you talk a lot about yourself. I'm like, that's because I help other people lead themselves and that's how they lead others. But I don't do it from a aggressive competitive. I think it's really important um, for us as, as people in, a, in the industry, in a real estate sales industry, to understand that everything's interconnected. You know, if I'm super aggressive with that lead and I'm face to face and I'm pushing and I know that they might be making decisions not great for them, but hey, it's all about the check and the sale. What happens in my life with my friends? What happens in my life with my family? What, where does my dialogue change in myself that I'm now using that language? Like, you're not good enough. You didn't do enough sales. And then I'm burning out. I have psychological problems. These things all lead to an outcome. And I want to support systems and language and community communication and culture that leads to ripples of positivity in all aspects of our lives. And I know a lot of people want to do that, but I, I don't know that I hear it as much as I would hope to in the yeah. real estate industry. I think it's changing, which is great. But on the other hand, I also see, you know, more of the same voices, same styles filling the conference stages again. And I'm like, whoa, like what, what happened, right? We need all the voices. So sorry, I'll stop. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. And it all goes back to what you said in the beginning too, which is everything's connected. We're all connected um, and, and, you know, one of the things I think COVID has done pot has the pot, one of the positive impacts that it's had is, yeah. you know, we now have permission to have our lives be integrated. It's not yeah. work, life, marriage, kids, whatever it is, it's all integrated. And, and, yeah. and it goes really deep into, you know, the, your inner dialogue, um, what you say to yourself is how you are in the world and how you are in the world is, is how you are with yourself. So let's talk about some of the conversation, some of the other, many of the other coaches in, in our space are what I call crush it coaches, right? They're out there talking about, it's a very aggressive approach. It's, it's the crush it approach. And if you don't, you know, it's about how many calls did you make and da, 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 and the sale and the transaction and the money, and how can we make more money? And, um, how do you, well, first of all, first question is, is it more difficult to take a client who sort of has that mentality, who's come mm -hmm. to you and is 
doesn't know anything more yeah. um, to shift their their mindset than it is to take somebody who maybe hasn't grown up or in the business with that mindset and has imposter syndrome to shift their mindset to be more confident. What's more difficult and how, what strategy, what are the different strategies to approach both types? If you're in real estate and feeling overwhelmed about staying in touch with your SOI without breaking the bank, we have the solution for you. Introducing Clicks to Closings, our exclusive digital course designed for real estate professionals like you. We understand the struggle of needing a system to connect with your SOI while keeping costs in check. That's why we created this game-changing course. For just a one-time investment of $99, you'll gain lifetime access to Clicks to Closings. It's your comprehensive guide to building targeted email lists, crafting irresistible subject lines, and supercharging your email marketing efforts. Don't miss out on this opportunity to level up your real estate game without breaking the bank. Visit postandbeamcreative.com slash clicks to closings to learn more and sign up today. I'm trying, I think in either party, you know, if you bring somebody who's from that culture and I mean, Hey, like we have great like broker managers who some, you know, mean really well, but that's like, we're training what we were trained on sometimes, you know, oops, that is my cat guys. Hold on a sec. Let me, (laughs) let me pull out the cat. Who's about to flip my lap (gasps) to say hi and leave. There you go. I was like, something bad is about to happen. Um, if somebody has imposter syndrome, I, I find somebody new into the industry with imposter syndrome, if they're coachable and they're open, you know, they're willing to kind of learn and think different things. Then I would say that would be easier because it's always easier when you're creating an ecosystem, when people first come into it, the way they see that ecosystem, their habits, expectations, those dig deep, they stick, you know, but yeah. you try to change it all five years later. And sometimes you lose good people because they just weren't brought in in that way. And the change is too much, you know, whereas people come in from the hustle culture, I I think it's end of the day, they have, uh, they have a very different situation, right? I always say on one side of things, it's like the aggressive, again, get the sale, get the sale, push, 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 ramp your energy up and like overcome the other, right? So one is kind of a domination style, whereas on the, you know, let's just say, I'm not saying politics, I probably did opposite, but I just want to clarify, I'm not. So on the other side of the polarization, right, you have the consultant. So the consultant's trying to ask questions, they're trying to lead, they're trying to educate, but there's no one to say that consultants aren't, strong or fierce or relentless, they are. They're just coming from a different psychological approach of what is going to be most comfortable for the buyer, the seller, the clientele in any way. The person in the middle is actually the most dangerous because the person in the middle doesn't know quite what to say. They're in their head. They're like, oh, did I wear the wrong shirt? Is she staring at me the wrong way? Did I say the wrong thing? Shoot, should I discount my commission? And they're so in their head that their power is so low because the higher energy wins. So the consultant knows their approach. They know what they want to do. They know that they want to guide and then trust their their client to make a sound decision. And the salesperson certainly knows what they want to do. So both of their energy is really high to influence people. The imposter syndrome, we're like, we're more influenced by the outside. So that inside out is, is flipped. So we're constantly working with that to shift people into a place of certainty, because when things are clear, we will take action. When things are not clear and we're not sure the outcome, we won't change behaviors. So both are, 
you know, different. I've seen people come from the hustle side and and definitely come in and be like, wow, like I never knew I could just, you know, ask questions and have this consultant approach and I'm converting more than ever. And this is something I want to say, you know, sometimes the louder, this certain energy, we're so used to it being what wisdom looks like or what expertise or results looks like. When you look at the data and conversion, when I cross check them, the people who have the consultants approach who are doing the communication style in favor of the buyer and seller are out selling out converting the people with the aggressive you know sales approach so at least on a conversion basis like i'm not saying if they're working harder longer hours of course like that's going to come into play but it's just an interesting fact that sometimes what we think is working isn't you know there there's sometimes different quieter models that do really 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 well and they're in the back of the rooms kind of just taking notes you know yeah it's fascinating i think it's a huge opportunity i think like you said it is the industry is changing but we're not there yet. And <laughs> excuse me. And I think that's, what's so exciting is yeah, when we have people like you in, in the, you know, in the game, so to speak, like we can, you know, we can bring that message forward and continue to level up in that way. Because I, you know, I think the younger generation, especially they don't want to be sold to, they don't want to be pushed, you yeah. know, and they're teaching us that we need to change, um, or, you know, that hustle culture. So that's, that's yeah. super cool. Okay. So let's talk about your strategies and coaching. What are some of the specific things that you use to help people or to coach people? Is it like laying in their language and how they ask questions? What certain type of questions is it affirmations? What is it that, what are some of the strategies you use with your clients? Oh my goodness. We do so many things because it's 15 years of helping either solopreneurs or top producers go into massive teams and scaling their teams. So we have all the, we have all the systems and tools. Like we have the presentations, we have the recruitment systems, the onboarding, all we have all the things for solopreneur or team, but our coaching is bespoke to the client which is different. So you're not just watching videos on your own. Like we do a strategy call with you. We want to know first and foremost, who are you, right? What makes you tick? We do a personality profile. We look at what are your genius areas? What makes you happy, right? What are you really good at? And then we optimize our strategy around that person and the coach with that person. Then after we've done that and they've gotten clarity, like they're inside, they do the inside out method, always that first pillar, get them clear and confident. The next is when we look at, okay, what systems do you need? What efficiencies? Is there training needed here? Are there little tweaks we can do that literally will double your business? Like sometimes a little, little thing to me, but like just a buyer consultation we put into somebody's business, we train them on it, all the steps. And we're like, here's the minimum baseline that someone who's, you know, trained with this is 80% face to face, right? If you're meeting. So that just one system can double people's business and then they teach it as they scale. And then the third pillar for us is then optimizing. So it's like, let's build it around you. Let's get you the tools and systems that you need once you're feeling strong. And then let's optimize it, tweak it, make it better, and then do it all again with your your next set of uh, goals. So the list of tools is a lot because we have, again, energy mapping, we do performance mapping, we do personality profile, we do values levels, NLP, um, and then we do all the, all the systems. So sometimes people don't realize, you know, the big teams will have us come on and train all their new recruits and saying, we're spending all this money on marketing. We need to know they're going to win. We're going to win. And we're like, okay, like we do all of that for years and years and years. So there's some specializations. That's awesome. I mean, that's really important, especially in a business where everything's trying, you know, there's a template for everything. 
Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, with a million and a half realtors out there and 106,000 or however many they are brokerages, you know, independent brokerages out there, you know, they're, they want to stand out. They want to be able to stand out and, and be able to put forth what makes them unique. We, you know, apply the same sort of methodology when we do a new brand, you know, we get really deep with the client to understand what makes them tick, what makes them different? Like, how do they communicate? You know, what are their passions around all of that stuff? So I'm, I totally dig it. Like it's, it's just my jam. I just love that stuff because it's the only way you're going to stand out and be your best and be happy doing it. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I mean, yeah, I've gone through like branding is so personal, right? I mean, it represents somebody that's out there, like our symbol into the world. But yeah, I, I think it's, um, yeah, it is personal in that side of it, getting it set up. I found this last year. We've also had a lot of interesting, like with the market shift, um, leaders going, oh, wow, you know, I didn't realize I was keeping everything afloat. Like our financials aren't looking yeah. well, or, hey, I thought I was going to transition and stop selling in a couple of years, but I have no idea how to do this. So we do a lot of like building out how to pay team members and reviewing it and forecasting and shifting leaders because leaders like to grow, right? And when they get stuck, good things don't normally happen. You want to help them get unstuck pretty fast. But yeah, it's it's all getting into that personal work. And I would think, Christine, absolutely. Like in brand, it's just, it's, it's like very deep into connecting with how people think and feel. Yeah, absolutely. So tell, give me a success story. Um, Share, you know, a client story that, you know, went through your whole process. Sure. Maybe they're no longer working with you. Maybe, you know, it was a project, whatever. Tell me, yeah. give me a success story. Yeah. You know what? I, I always think about this and there's so many and I hate playing favorites. I think some recent, like we work with Rachel uh, Horvitz and she's amazing, like an amazing team leader, but she came in kind of with herself starting to have an admin. And the first year working with us, we helped her kind of train the admin, optimize, get set up to recruit. She had a 50% growth year two, another 50% growth. Now she's recruited an agent and these are just normal for us, but I love because it's, it's big. And, and I have, a I have, I work with so many amazing male leaders, so people don't hear it this way, but I have a, a special spot in my heart for women entrepreneurs because of my journey and because I see the hurdles and I really want to support them. So, and I find we hold back more, whereas my male clients will lean in more, we hold back. So I'm always like an extra little, like I'm behind you. Let's yeah. keep walking. Right. Um, Melissa Flynn, similar. Yeah. Came to us and she had moved markets. So anybody here, like even me thinking about that, I was like, Oh my gosh, she moved markets. So she came starting in a whole new area hit her goal the first year, second year, we helped her get it min set up. She did a 400% increase. And then even this last year, 25% increase in the difficult market. Now this is several years. So there's so many of them, you know, we had one resale um, client doing 25 deals a year, resale more in new construction. Four years later, we had them at 550. So these are like my favorites because they're yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 And it's the real reward, I would imagine. You know, uh, the real reward, honestly, for me, isn't the money. It's seeing them, I think, because of what I do come into their own as leaders and live the lives they want to live. I see a lot of people get lost in just the money and deals. And I'm really careful about, whoa, whoa, like, where do you want to go here? Life's precious. Where do you want to go? So I think for me, that's more fulfilling. Seeing them get leverage and help other people have a better career in their teams is really fulfilling. That's awesome. Um as we start to wrap up, what are three pieces of advice you would want to leave with our community today? 
three pieces of advice. Um, the first I'm going to go back to, you can either plant seeds or you can hit ceilings. Um, you can't do both. And if you think you're doing both or on the same topic, you're, you're probably hitting ceilings respectfully. So you want to know your ceilings, but always be planting what you want to create is really important. Um, second, model the best, forget the rest. People ask me all the time, like your big clients who scaled like, you know, massive thousand deal year, 600, whatever. What is the difference with them? It's that they found what worked and they modeled it until they hit that, that mountain. And then they created new mountains and went higher and higher and higher. Like they all invested to get there. And I do too, like in, if I'm doing an outside project, so ceilings or plant seeds or hit ceilings, model the best, forget the rest, which part of that is, you know, what takes 10 years to create and refine takes two years to duplicate and, and implement, which is important. And what was my last thing I want to say? Oh, my last is my most important in my life. If it's in the direction of your goals and visions, show up and say yes. We mm -hmm. always like overestimate how well prepared other people are and underestimate our gifts. You know, do your best, show up, say yes. Like I see people so often set these goals or tell me they have, you know, something they want to do. And I'll be like, hey, I found this thing. Like it's going to help you. Oh, I don't know if I should. I'm like, what? Or, oh, I've got, you know, the library that day. I'm like, are you kidding? Like this, you said you wanted the opportunity, like show up and say, yes even yeah. sometimes you don't get paid like if you get paid to learn man you're lucky right yeah, yeah yeah exactly well thank you for saying yes to us today i'm of so so grateful um finish this sentence no like trust is oh my gosh yeah, and you <laughs> I, know did what? i stump you no no it's not that it's that what came to mind because when i talk about no like trust. I talk about it with different definitions of rapport for business versus personally. And I'm like, you know, when someone wants to work with you and they say rapport, it's not like they want to be your best friend or, you know, invite you to dinner. It's that they see you as capable of their vision of what they need, right? In a realtor or in a coach or whatever. And that's why behavioral adaptability. So that's why I was like, yeah. I don't know if I want to answer that, but my brain is so programmed. Yeah. yeah it's being Definitely. in rapport. And I mean, big mountains are easy to climb if you're in rapport from the start, right? So yeah, that's what it is to me. Love that. Love that. Okay, Kathleen, where can people find you? Uh, at For coaching, KathleenBlackCoaching.com, um, personal and speaking and books and all that kind of stuff, KathleenBlack.com. But we are all over social media. I like Instagram the best. It's just my personal fave. Um, so please feel free to follow me, KathleenBlack underscore or KathleenBlackInc on Instagram. Awesome. And we are going to put the trailer, the link to the trailer for the documentary in there and the link to your book, yeah. Relentless to Rise and the top 1% of life. I want to put that link in your, in there too. Um, did I miss anything? I don't think so. I'm hoping okay. anybody watching, I'll see you guys out there from the conference stages this year. And I can't, can't wait. So no, I don't think so. Thank you so much, Christine. Oh this God. has been fantastic. This has been awesome. I really appreciate your time today. And for everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. I look forward to seeing you all soon. Have a great day. Ciao, everyone.